Where square board? Where square board? Nagalis the where square board? Where square board? Where square board? Nagalis the where square board? Hello, we're back again with a new episode. But before we dive in, we'd like to announce our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Mercury International. Mercury International is a company based here in Freetown, Sierra Leone, but its presence is felt both nationally and internationally. You may know Mercury as the lotto company, but they are far more than that. Mercury International offers services such as sports betting and they have a radio station. Additionally, they have embarked on philanthropic projects. Recently, they raised and donated 300 million leones, which is $30,000, to the Survivors Solidarity Fund, co-chaired by the journalist Aisha Sese, actor Idris Elba, and media personality here in Freetown, Asma James. These funds are being used to fund treatment centers and organizations that work in sexual and gender-based violence to provide pro bono services to sexual assault victims and survivors here in Sierra Leone. For more information on the work, Mercury International does, you can contact them at plus 232-30590-590 or email them at info at betamercury.com or visit their website at betamercury.com. All right, hope you enjoy the episode. Bye. Bye. Hello, I'm Yasmin Metz Johnson. And I'm Yasmin Bilkis O'Brien. We are Y Square Pod. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Y Square Pod and Friends. So for this episode, we are doing tourism, tourism in Salon. <laughs> so we've invited two of our friends and a disclaimer, as we noticed, we didn't do it in the last um, Y Square Pod and Friends episode. These episodes will be in either English and Creo or English or Creo. But yeah, without further ado, let us introduce our guests. So let's start off with Mr. Ernest Henry. Woo! Welcome to the podcast, Ernest. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Ernest Henry. I'm a content producer. I currently work for VKM Marketing Company in Sierra Leone. And I have been um, a video producer for the past seven to eight years. Oh. I'm producing content, local content for Sierra Leone, sharing Sierra Leone stories. Fantastic. Amazing. And we also have Aminata Kamara. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, that's my round of applause. I need one too. Hey everyone, um, I'm Aminata and I'm a marketer at MyPay slash AFCOM. Um, I've been working there since January and before that I've been at the National Tourist Board for like a year after my studies. I'm so happy to be here today. Well, you know, show me degree, but you have a degree in this. What's your degree in? Tourism management. Hey. hey! So you see why we got two, both of our guests here today. They're very, um, you know, they have a lot of information on the topic. Mm-hmm. All right, so without uh, further ado, so we're talking about tourism in Salon, domestic tourism. Um, how many, we talked about this earlier, but we're going to say it now on the podcast. How many districts have you been to in Sierra Leone? We have 16 for the record. How many um, districts have you been to in Sierra Leone? And which one was your favorite and why? So, um, I have been to almost all of the 16 districts. Wow. I say almost because I have plans to visit the last two. Okay. So, um, which ones are the last two? That's um, Putloka, so, um, sorry, Bones Island or so. Okay, Bunt, okay, Bunt Bunt Island. Bunt okay, Island. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so. Okay, so Bunt is in the south and Putloka is in the north. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite district so far for me, according to my 
Holy Search. I think Konadugu District is my favorite. The okay. reason why it's my favorite mm. is because um, the geographical setup of Konadugu is quite stunning. Mm. If you're a traveler, that's what you look out for. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a huge um, landmass, so you can travel with your car if you have one. Mm. If you want to do hiking, you can do hiking. There are hills, you know, we have the Bintumani Mountain. Mm -hmm. And we also have far-fetched renowned areas like Lake Sulphon, which is very difficult to go to. But if you really want to enjoy your travel or your trip, it, it's a good adventure for you to take. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, yeah. Have you been to Lake Sulphon? Yes, I... I went to Lake Sulphon early this year, 2020, okay. and it was a hectic trip, to mm. be honest with you, with, um, let's say, about five to six hours from the main city, from main Koinadogo city okay. to Lake Sulphon, like four or five hours, because the road is very bad, oh. and uh, even though you have a four by four, it's, it, takes, it takes a lot of time for you to get there but it's an amazing journey because along the way you see a lot of amazing things like farmers young um ranchers you know boys taking care of cows mm -hmm. which is unusual for you to see in Sierra Leone. you can see that maybe if you go to maybe senegal or guinea mm -hmm. or mali so um the, the unfortunate part of lake Sulphon, i don't know if because of the global warming or whatever mm the lake is almost dried up. That's what I heard. So I heard the lake is drying up and I've heard that construction is happening. Yes, there is a lot of construction happening there and we do have some mining actually mm, going on. Of course, mining. Um, being done by some Chinese companies. Right, mm. yeah. yeah. So all the natural Absolutely. Yeah, resources are depleting. Yeah. yeah. Um, the trip you made up there, was it uh, for uh, work or personal? The trip I made up there was for work. It oh, was for the KMO show. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, what about you, Ami? How many districts have you been to? Your favorites and why? Um, I think I've been to about six or five. Okay. And my favorite is Konadubu district. Not only because that's where I come from, but because um, I look at myself as a tourist because I love traveling and wherever I go, I look at it first from a tourist point of view before I settle down. Even though I, I was born in Kabbalah, by the way. So, but Koinadugu District, as Agnes was just talking, it's like, it's breathtaking. Like mm -hmm. if, I don't know, like it's, it has so much potential. And when I look at it, whenever I go there, especially during the December time, when it's, it's the perfect weather, for travelers, for tourists to, to just come and I, I, I believe that like um, combined with the people because the people are so friendly, the way they speak, the way they talk, the way they um, welcome strangers mm. and all of the other things that surrounds it, the food, mm. the music, the cultural, everything like you 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 feel at home, okay. especially in Koinadugudi. You feel mm. at home. Combined with the with the um the the hills, the mountains, everything like it, it's just it's just really really very good. Okay, and, that's cool. Yeah. When was the last <laughs> When was the last time you went? I uh, last December. Oh okay. Last December, yeah. All right. What about you? Yeah. Same question. Um, I feel like I can't answer until I've been to more. 
districts. I've only been to Konadugu and where else? Bonf. Bonf, yeah, true. Makeni, Bombali. Ma- yeah, I don't. I feel like I can't answer until I've been to more. But I think out of all of the places I've been to, I really enjoyed my time in Kabbalah. Kabbalah was. Not, I don't know. I feel like you just breathe easy there. Like the yeah, it's completely different. Um, also, I really want to travel to more of the islands. I've been to Tasso Island. What would that? What district is Tasso in? Isn't Tasso Island in the islands aren't included, right? No, because it's on the um, the coast, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in the western area jurisdiction, but yeah. um, to my so knowledge, now yeah, it should. Oh, east no, it's the west. It's not far from here. Yeah. Like Maybe farm. it's Bonf even. I don't know. No idea. But um, no, I really liked Kabbalah. I'd, I'd say. Okay. I'd say that. What about you? Um, so the same. I haven't been to many districts. Um, Freetown is situated in the western area. The western area is split into two, urban and rural. I've only been to Cambia because my mom is from there. My maternal side is uh, from Cambia. And I've been to Bombali district, Makeni. I would say so far, I'm, I'm partial to Cambia. The same thing as the two of you have said about Koinadugu. Cambia, it's, it's really hot, um, but it's really nice. As you see a lot of people doing vegetation. It's very peaceful as well. The water is very cool. We have a boat in our village, so you can take a boat ride around the Great Scarcities. So I like that. You know, I like the green nature. So like when I'm, like, the hustle and bustle of Freetown is very consuming. It's a good, like, uh, weekend getaway. So, apart from all the dishes that you all have been to, you know, now with the COVID-19 restrictions, how do you think um, or how do you foresee the tourism sector in Sierra Leone growing or decreasing uh, possibly over the next six months? You know, did somebody come? What do you all kind of foresee with the tourism sector in Sierra What are your predictions? Uh, If I shall start, my Mm -hmm. prediction, to be frank, we're going to see not too much of tourism. Mm. There's so many reasons for that. COVID-19, of course, is, you know, it has so many restrictions. Mm-hmm. And in terms of talking about to- domestic tourism in Sierra Leone, our focus is probably not the locals. Mm-hmm. So we have a huge spike when it comes to international guys coming like foreigners from UK. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm most worried about, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So basically, some most people who are really aged, mm-hmm. who are the most travelers, let's say maybe some of them are over 40. Right. They are really, really, they are scared to come to Africa, not to say Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. So I'm predicting that in the next six months, we might have a few guys coming in maybe for work. That's what I'm they suspecting. they might mm-hmm. use their time to just, you know, have some fun or take a stroll around the country. Mm-hmm. But we might, we should not be too optimistic about having a flow. Yeah, we might have a few guys, but not to that way it's supposed to be. I agree, I agree. What about you, Ami? Um, with domestic tourism, I feel like, uh, I honestly, honestly feel like um, we're nowhere close to having a proper tourist sites or activities or recreational things that will push people locals like you and I mm-hmm. to travel to to count ourselves as a tour as tourist. Tourism is not only about like where person comes from one country go to another country. Exactly. It's about like 
that's why it's it's different like you have international tourism like you have domestic tourism like mm -hmm. we were then a salon we said nobody need to count we as tourists where you they move like me they move now from like last weekend i went to all the way to kailang mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a tourist in, in kailang yeah. and when i went to kailang it was so empty there is nothing there Mm. Even the popular Kailaum Bari or Courthouse and whatnot, like it was so bare. Like, so, um, I it, it, it's <laughs> domestic tourism is already so worse, mm -hmm. and I feel like with this COVID, it's going to be much more worse mm -hmm. because if we cannot feed ourselves in salon, how can we feed people that are coming Business outside from yeah. that's very because true because tourism is not only about entertainment mm -hmm. that's just one aspect part of yeah. tourism. Mm -hmm. it's not only about entertainment and for serial unions i feel like they just focus like it's either you travel or you go to the beach and whatnot mm -hmm. we have a lot of different other things that could count like let's say for example you do this agricultural thingy festivals you have different different types of things we have a lot of things to celebrate in salon we have salon has so much potential tourism mm -hmm. wise mm -hmm. ecotourism mm -hmm. sustainable tourism mm -hmm. we could do things like that that will wow people because if we ourselves if we cannot feed ourselves we cannot feed other people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i feel like um it's it's going it's going downhill from here on mm. really and if we don't um buck up and then mm. and, and realize that um like when it's normal charity begins at home mm -hmm. if you know if you know if you know if you not get home training like you also not to teach you will go, go get mm. you know, at home yeah. at home yeah. very good all. point that's true i actually was in two minds so back to what annas was saying about how we probably won't expect too many visitors this december so usually in Sierra Leone, uh, during the festive times, Christmas and Easter, we have quite a lot of visitors, either mm -hmm. from the diaspora or just people visiting. But um, I was in two minds because I thought, oh, nobody's going to come with Corona. However, because we haven't had it so bad as other countries, I think at the same time, a lot of people would want the getaway, like the, the escape. So we might actually get a lot of um, visitors from like the West but that being said, that does make me scared. And I think that mm -hmm. it could be a potential peak mm -hmm. in cases. And it's just mm -hmm. that how will we even deal with that? I have no idea. Right. No, I agree. I feel like it's a mix of everything you all said. But just to follow up on what Ami said, like we as like local people, every time someone says, oh, tourism, oh, look on that beach. It's like, boo, we don't only have the beach stuff. But yes, we have like one of the best beaches in the world. And I, I'm always proud to say that. One. But, yeah. but, <laughs> but like um, we have more to offer than our beaches. You know, we have our hills. We have our history. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. Like, you know, in Ghana, you can go for like a shea butter extraction workshop. You can go for like um, a, a black soap making workshop. Mm -hmm. We can do the same thing here. Exactly. Yes. You know, things here. like that. Yeah. You know, go to a shakublai making workshop. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something I would like to do. So honestly, so, I think that's just down to our generation to curate these experiences, to create these uh, workshops to happen. Because if we just, um, I don't know, I, I just think it's gone beyond relying on the Ministry of Tourism and like yeah. National Tourist Board. Like we, people on the ground who are interested in tourism and have platforms, we just have to curate it ourselves. I think that's even where I met you, Ernest. We met at a, um, a tourism workshop last year. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just, I honestly just think it's down to us, the younger You see, a lot of these things are orchestrated by foreigners. Like there's a, um, there's a pottery um, place outside of Waterloo. 
it's by foreigners. Mm. You know, there's certain niche things that are people that will see as niche that are by foreigners. So, like I, like you said, just to follow up on what you said, I do think it's something that the younger generation should do. But not all of us have the know-how. A lot of us were born and raised in the city. Mm-hmm. So, we're not really in touch with, like, our culture as much as we say we are, you know. Mm-hmm. Unless you make the trips for work or whatnot. Or you're actually very, um, it, you're intentional about wanting to know about these things. So, I think it's like, it's like... It's something that you need to have like at a national like cohesive level, yeah. so that like all players are on board. Because yeah, like you said, the government alone, mm-hmm. it's it's a big task for the the government, but it's also a big task for the people as well. But this is when I think collaboration comes in hand. So <coughs> comes into play. So for example, um, I don't know, maybe like um, the education side and the Ministry of Tourism, they could uh, set up something. Um, or even individual people, we could set up something that um, is compulsory for children to do school trips, like just to to know their country. Because if mm. you ask a lot of kids, they don't even know outside of Freetown. Mm. Exactly. A lot of them. So a lot of them. I I don't know. I feel like it's initiatives like that that would help. What What do you guys think could help? Yeah. Let me just add to that. I mm-hmm. think the education part is what we're missing in Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. Now, having a thousand European a thousand American, Australian coming to Sierra Leone doesn't mean we have tourists. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys might come here to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if we have a proper educational system, which will be focusing on how to help us, the local, understand what tourism is all about, mm-hmm. then we can have a change of our mindset. Because when you go, for example, when you travel to uh, Makeni or Kailao, you, you went to Kailao a few mm-hmm. months ago or a few weeks ago, most people don't know the difference between, oh, this person in Kaikam and this person in Ayayde. Mm-hmm. We don't have that, vis- that vision. Mm-hmm. Or when the I idea s- that When I see you, I just see you. Like, oh, yeah. I just see one lady just come. They come off with her. I don't even know that, okay, this person is a potential Tourist in my yeah. community, he or she can buy my product. Mm-hmm. I can make some that notion of you should be a brand ambassador for sure. Sayu Commerce. Like, so for example, if um, you go to McKinney, that person who's from McKinney should be like an automatic yeah. brand ambassador for their, for their area. But I guess, yeah, yeah again, yeah. that's not really taught. Sure. But to be honest, what, what's needed is the like when I was a kid, mm. we had this like maybe every first semester or second semester we go to some family kingdom by then was amazing mm, yes yes nice oh, I and we travel we go to maybe Guma Dam mm-hmm. and we have a tour guide telling us what this is you know they give us some research history background or whatever mm-hmm. that's not happening in Sierra Leone for us the local people mm-hmm. and um, talking about the collaboration part there's a big gap in terms of um, investment ideology mm-hmm. you might have your idea like like let's see what's happening in Ghana I'm a tourist from Sierra Leone I'm now in Accra I could go to a party center and they can teach me maybe 30 minutes I pay maybe 15 Ghana cities or 20 and mm-hmm. stuff I've been to the Waterloo um, party center mm-hmm. it's a good thing but it's not impactful more to the country's economy when it comes to tourism so but in terms of this collaboration the education should not only come from, what shall I say, from the Ministry of Education or from the Ministry of Tourism. It should come from also 
let's say all parties, the mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. um, the people who are ready to invest, mm -hmm. it could be anybody. So if, if let's say you have some money, you want to go back to your village to do black soap, sent out whatsoever. Some people might not have the cash, okay? But when it, if, let's say you ask for a loan, it's gonna be very difficult for you to get that loan. Mm -hmm. So that's why we are having a, like a gap. Locals, I mean, local Sierra Leoneans cannot own tourists or tourist attraction sites, if I should put it that mm, way. Access to capital, they don't mm -hmm. have. That's the problem. So these things, these things are not cheap. Tourism mm -hmm. is not a cheap business. Mm -hmm. You might think it's cheap if you have a smart idea. Mm -hmm. You can use local things to make stuff, but you need to be smart to create a format for it to be sustainable. So if I'm taking in 100 tourists per day, there is something I have built that they need to come back. But it means I have, I need capital. Mm -hmm. So if you come, there's a, there's, a, there's a schedule, there's a format, you have to see it, you know, you do your party for yourself, mm -hmm. we take pictures of you, mm -hmm. and then we give you a souvenir, and we, you also have your own party, you take it home. It's, you know, there's so many things you have to do. Yeah. An experience. Yeah, so, that's the, we don't curate the experience. So that's a problem, and mm -hmm. we're encouraging, um, maybe foreigners to do that to us mm -hmm. and that's the mm -hmm. gap you know and it's, it's funny you say that because I, I always say this I feel like a rock and a hard place like with my platform Yasmin Tells I want to encourage people to come to Sierra Leone but it's like this one thing encouraging people to come here what do you do when you come to Sierra Leone what, what do you then promote for them to do and it's just like like what you were saying if there were um, more activities then it would be a bit easier to um, to navigate or to say okay to do day, daily itineraries, basically, mm -hmm. it'd be a lot easier to do if we had more option of activities. Um, but yeah, so how, how would you say is the best way to go about setting up um, systems like that in Sierra Leone? I would say it's simple, but it's hard at the same time. There's a gap within our mindsets when it comes to tourism. We have over 7.2 million people. We have tertiary education, institution where our local um, maybe primary schools so for us to have a plan we need to communicate we need to mm -hmm. teach people locally those who are maybe just in their community those who are in school those who are you know in higher positions we need to teach ourselves to say we are giving ourselves 10 to 20 years as as a country and in 10 to 20 years we have a to-do list. We have a futuristic plan. We are going to do this and this and this and this. If we don't attack the, the local people for tourism, mm -hmm. educating ourselves to know that I can make money, I can employ whatever hundreds of people, 50 people, I can change our story online mm -hmm. as a Sierra Leonean. If that education is not there, whatever money we are spending now, we are, we are just spending, we are just wasting our time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. You need a plan, I'm very So true. we need a plan. And the plan should start from us ready as a country to accept that tourism is something big. Mm -hmm. We don't take tourism as a serious business. At all. At all. So, so that's the pro problem. Mm -hmm. So the education doesn't mean you need to go to university. I'm saying the education in terms of making it like, for example, when we had Ebola, you know, there was a big campaign all over the streets. You see posters, radio promos or whatever. So if we can educate 7.7 so, so million 
Mm-hmm. If we can educate seven point something million mm-hmm. in maybe in the next twenty four hours about the disease, mm-hmm. that's the type of energy we need as Absolutely. a country to educate people about what tourism is all about. Right. You know? So if we do that, maybe if we have a plan for 10, 20 years, we can have something amazing, which could start from us as Sierra Leoneans. Mm-hmm. Because the question a European will ask, well, an American, Australian, when I go to Sierra Leone, what am I going to do? You know, that's the question people ask. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario, most of the things here are so expensive. Mm-hmm. The reason why they're expensive is because it's not locally based. It's being engineered by a foreigner, for example. Say if I want to do a tour with my whole family, let's say I'm a European, I'm here with my whole family, I'm going to spend more, more money and I don't have no experience. Mm. Because there's not, there's not an education from the locals. Mm. So if I'm here to do a tourist project as a foreigner, my business, my, my main focus is to make money. So I don't care about the experience, I care about making money. Yeah. And caring about the experience, it's not part of their, what shall I say, their aims and objectives. If us as Sierra Leonean have this project, we can make that our own priorities. And then we can be able to have a growth in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And then you see over dozens of activities across the country mm-hmm. to do. So people do flights every day. Mm-hmm. Every six months they come to, where are you going to? I'm going to Sierra Leone. The name should be a brand. Mm-hmm. But our name is not a brand. That's all. And I that's agree. the point. So this local, lo- this education comes from um, an open discussion. We should have an open discussion within local communities. Mm-hmm. Because the problem with our country is the educational gap is it's large. It's, it's, it's large. So, mm-hmm. so when people talk about tourism, you only see professors, maybe masters degree, they are experts in this field. And there is a big problem if we as a Sierra Leonean don't understand Sierra Leone as a context. Mm. So when we want to build a five to ten year plan, we need to understand Sierra Leone as a context. Where have we gone wrong? Mm-hmm. We've lost our cultural history. We don't have a story. Mm-hmm. We need to go back to our drawing board and make that a priority. Mm-hmm. When you come to Sierra Leone, they teach you a language, you pay for that. They take it to the historical sites. It's been well preserved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The people who live there, they know this is a tourism project. Sierraleans who are maybe five, ten years old, young kids, they know what tourism is all about. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm, let's say, if a child is five years and he or she knows what tourism is all about as a Sierraleanian, mm-hmm. imagine person who is, is working, maybe he or she is 29 or 30 or 40. Mm-hmm. So, the, so everything will be like, this is, this is, mm-hmm. this is something big. Mm-hmm. And, we should and it's possible, it's doable to do. Sorry? No, I said it's possible. Yes, it's possible. But the gap is what I'm explaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The education, that's the mm-hmm. gap. When you have conferences, the tourism conferences in Sierra Leone, you, 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 you notice that there's a mismatch of idea flowing around. Mm-hmm. Most people who are there are not taking this information to where it's supposed to be taken to. Mm-hmm. They are just there focusing about, we are going to make $100 million in the next six months. Mm. But in the reality part of it, there is no plan. Yeah. So we request for funding, but we don't have a plan. 
So you're saying they, they're more interested in the money rather than the impact. So exactly. The and tourism, it's about creativity. Creativity comes first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people pay you for creativity. Mm. It's also a, a kind of patriotism. I think if you're naturally patri- patriotic about your country, then that should, well, it gives you the guidelines to be like a, a brand ambassador, a, a potential tourist, someone who could... could um, not a score, but you know, like help people out if they were were to come to the country. Yes, but that's that's the futuristic goal. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's part of his yeah. 10, 20 year yeah, plan. He was yeah. Saying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, just to um, piggyback on what Ernest was saying, so, like, definitely it does come to the education sector, and like, there is a gap, and I, I acknowledge that. I'll say more so a generational gap because those who are heads of states, heads of these organizations, they're 20, 30 years our senior, and they don't want to pass the mic to those of us who are in the 18 to mm-hmm. 35 age bracket. So, there's that culture of, like, you know, Nami Dea, Agodea Te Adai. That is one, you know, mindset that we need to rid ourselves of. And um, because we have the know-how, like with uh, social media, all of them, we have the, the connecting networking as opposed to they have probably like the old school or more traditional values and ways so we can bridge together. And I think also that can aid us with, um, with boosting our tourism, you know, to the, the likes of Ghana, Nigeria, or even surpass them is like decolonizing our, our history, for goodness sake, decolonizing our education system, I mean, because um, it's only to like classics, you'll know about um, Salon history, and even at that, they still have this archaic way of teaching history that Pedro de Sintra in 1492 came and mm. discovered Sierra Leone. Wow. How can someone discover a country that was already Classic. inhabited by people? What nonsense is yeah, that? Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, things like that, we have to decolonize education in order for us to like, oh, so this is where we come from. The Limba people are these people. The Timni people, you know, like what they do, mm-hmm. what they did traditionally. Mm-hmm. So then you can think of it as like, oh, okay, you know, traditionally people are, are, are fishers. Why can't we do like a fishing class? You know, mm-hmm. something like that, just like um, mm-hmm. throwing that out there. So that's one thing, decolonizing. And another thing that I always make mention of like Nigeria and Ghana, after um, they had gained independence, one thing that they did was decolonize their geographical locations, meaning that you will not see Smith Street. You will not see Williams Lane. It's only in Sierra Leone, no. You're seeing Wilkinson Road. You're seeing Wilberforce. You have Olobafemi Highway. You have Kwesi Highway in, in Ghana. So these are other things that people... Because, I, I mean, I say this because when I entertain foreign guests, they say, like, ah, why do you people have colonial names? I'm like, wow. That is another story for another day. You know, there's a petition at Freetown City Council to remove some of these street names. But really? I mean, I yeah. That's a whole task in itself. But to be honest, I feel like, well, with Freetown, that's part of the history, no? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's part of all of Sierra All of Sierra was colonized, not just Freetown. Yeah. So, but so they can do more of that to incorporate indigenous cultures, because at the end of the day, indigenous people surpass the Creoles or um, the history of, um, uh, of Freetown, mm-hmm. of what it is. So that's one thing. So definitely, for sure, I'm definitely pushing like more so education and also closing that kind of generational gap. So mm-hmm. you can also encourage young people to be like, okay, hey, even if university, you know, like the whole degree thing doesn't work out for you, it's fine. Not everyone is mm-hmm. academically oriented, you know, you, but they need to push TVET. TVET is always seen, always like an end to a means. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. Like, they need to push what? Um, TVET, um, um, vocational education training. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's one that, like, in you know, like carpentry, garata, mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. It's always seen like, oh, you get better. What do you do, TVET? Oh, if you Becker, well, they do TVET. No, it should not be an end to means. Exactly. It should be just an alternative stream. So, well, what are your um, takes on this, Ami? Um, <laughs> I've been listening to you guys for a long time. 
I have a lot of notes. Um, mm -hmm. I agree with the education. Mm -hmm. I agree with the the gap thingy and whatnot. But me, I always say, like, in terms of maybe country developments and mm -hmm. everything, we look to the president. Mm -hmm. In terms of tourism, it's just likely for us to look up to the Minister of Tourism because the Ministry of Tourism has the general idea, has the responsibility to push tourism forward. Mm -hmm. And I cannot teach my child how uh, about tourism if I don't know about tourism. You cannot teach what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So before I teach my child anything, I have to have heard it from somewhere. Right. I feel like the ministry is lacking heavily mm -hmm. on education about tourism and right. everything. Like especially communication exactly. skills. Yeah. And I feel like when uh, you want to do talk about tourism, especially um, especially about especially about um, local tourism, which is domestic tourism. Mm -hmm. It's um, you should reach out to the locals first. Absolutely. Because uh, you talk about international tourism. When then international tourists come to our country, mm. who do they um, hang out with? Who do they go to? They go to the market. They go inside the market. Mm -hmm. They go to these people that are supposed to be brand ambassadors. Brand ambassadors are not the ones in the offices. Mm. Brand ambassadors are not the ones Your day -to -day in university. Right. Brand ambassadors are not the ones... Um, sitting in high places mm -hmm. brand ambassadors of Sierra Leone are the one are, are the ones in the market so mm -hmm. if they know about tourism they will be the one to tell people about tourism they mm -hmm. will be the one to sell the country mm -hmm. and obviously they make it expensive because they themselves don't know they, when they see a tourist they say oh they'll just sell it to you expensive Absolutely. because they know that you're 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 you're, you're, visitor. Yeah, you're a visitor right and, so mm -hmm. No, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, um, just like what Ernest was saying, they they care more about the financial gains mm -hmm. as opposed to the impact. Mm -hmm. And like what Yasmin was saying in regards to like, it, they need to invoke patriotism in there. But not saying no, Obviously, you know, we have to eat at the yeah. end of the day, mm -hmm. but try to push that agenda as well. Exactly, mm -hmm. and also about educating schools and everything. I feel like the ministry could put more efforts, more attention on these young children, mm -hmm. arrange classes, arrange um, sessions, arrange trips, arrange mm -hmm. things. Like it's all up to the ministry. The ministry can do that. That is your job to teach people about tourism because mm -hmm. you as a minister of tourism or minister of tourism, like you have to work with all of the other ministries because mm -hmm. tourism is about sports mm -hmm. it's about health it's about agriculture it's about every little thing it's about finance yeah it's about every little thing so you have to put it in these kids head like from don't just leave it to their parents oh now you now you now you're picking them and everything like teach them what you want to mm -hmm. it's it's your job to do all of that mm -hmm. and i feel like we're really 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 lacking in that area because People don't know anything about tourism. Tur tourism is so wide. Tourism is so deep. It's not just about traveling. Tourism is not just about entertainment. Tourism is not just about money. Tourism is creativity. It's innovation. It's it's um and creativity and innovation as time goes on it mm -hmm. evolves. Like you need new thinkers. You need you 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 need to always be on your toes to think about new ways how to get the attraction, how to get, uh, how to make your, yourself attractive to people, how to make um, 
you're more desire desirable and mm. everything so and if you just focus on one area other areas will just and everything has to uh, um, butter themselves up okay. let's talk about um, this um, mambo yeah, so this is the yeah. new place, Mamba Waterfall. should be protected. Yeah, be protected. I agree. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very, that's an ecotourism in its own form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has to be protected because if, if if it has too much of traffic, it will pull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mamba uh, Waterfall, so yeah. Waterfall. Mambo, yeah. Where, whereabouts is it located? It's um, around... And that's as if you're going to go to Peninsula, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So around that, that, that place. So this was it's discovered okay. earlier on in the year. I'm just yeah. like, people it, are So, and sustainable tourism, like mm-hmm. the beaches, the hills, these are places that you know that you just have to sustain for people, for people to come, the culture mm-hmm. and everything. Like uh, Anna said, like the culture, like we don't have a culture. It seems as if we don't have a culture now. Mm-hmm. And we have so much culture, we have so much thing to sell out to people to sell to even ourselves i agree and all of these things they have to create ways how to attack people you have to attack you have to be in their faces for mm-hmm. people to know about tourism when it's all in their face you, t- you spoke about the ebola and everything people were aware of ebola because it was in our faces mm-hmm. like anywhere you go you, you you hear about ebola you hear about so that is how it has to be with tourism you have to hear about everything you have to create salon people that like enjoyment give them something to to do mm-hmm. like now we're young and everything like just say okay let's say in 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 um in Makini or whatnot maybe they have a okay let me use Kabbalah in December they we go all to the Warra mountain create a trip have people pay they will go they will go we have like in Kabbalah from the twentieth till after till New Year's Day, we have like cultural festival every blessed day. Ah, yeah. Okay. People from different villages will come and they will perform and everything. People will watch, and mm. that's something that 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 that's a whole money bag on its own. Yes, I see. You, those these people like. And it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the yeah, exactly. um, Ministry of Tourism yeah. or, or National Tourist Board should do all of these. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. them to do everything, exactly, but the main yeah. point is they need to back um, they individuals and organizations who exactly. are doing Like if they had a directory, like, okay, this is what's happening in Syria mm-hmm. this month. You know, something that you can refer to. So mm-hmm. also people who want to come into the country, yeah. that's also a good guide for them. Yes, yeah. I agree. So we're taking a quick break. We would like to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Mercury International. Did you know Mercury is lending its support to the government and the people of Sierra Leone in the fight against COVID? Additionally, they are also dedicated to education as demonstrated by the secondary school they are building in Potoloco. For more information, you can visit their website at betamercury.com, email them at info at betamercury.com or Contact them at plus two three two three zero five nine zero five nine zero to check out the amazing work they're doing here in Sierra Leone. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. Bye. I think the main issue is um, similar to what you were saying earlier. Yeah, it's like the fact like a lot of the ministers or the people who are high up they are of a different age. So their thinking mm-hmm. is completely different it's to different ours. From, yeah, so, maybe. for example, um, like 
I think when they think of tourism, they're thinking of international tourists, and they mm-hmm. they're the only tourists like domestic tourism. This is like new talk. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. This is a very new term to them. But I say that because um, last year, do you remember we were part of a documentary? Um, and for this documentary, like the face of the documentary was Jane Jane Goodall, Jane Goodall. Mm-hmm. Goodall yeah. and I I thought that was kind of problematic. Yeah, I know she's. Um, She's contributed to Sierra Leone with the Takugama Chimpanzee Sanctuary, but it's just like I, for me, I was just like, come on, like it's it's two thousand and like, this is two, last year, 19, it's 2019. Yeah. Like, why why is a white woman the face of tourism in mm-hmm. Sierra Leone? So that's what I mean by like. I think and because that, of that, the chimpanzee was named the national animal because yeah. of her. So I said, we know, we don't know necessarily no big animal. Yeah, have you seen a lion? Yeah. All these things. <laughs> no, but, I don't even um, know. Yeah, not discrediting mm. her work. I just thought it was a bit like, okay, out of everything we have in Sierra Leone, like, what, why, why is this lady who hasn't been to Sierra Leone in how many years mm-hmm. now the face of of so-called tourism? What was your um, opinion on that, guys? Well, you know, I introduced you to her. That's first of all, and you know what? Oh yeah, I, 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 had no idea <laughs> I liked her work. Was. Um, but I never thought of it from the tourism uh, point of view. I, I was just like, oh, she's in town. Although I didn't get to meet her because of um, conflicting schedules. But like, she went back to the sanctuary. She got to talk to Bala and see the chimps and all of that. Um, I, I actually never, I never crossed my mind to look at the problem, the other side of the coin until mm-hmm. now. So no, I didn't really think of it from that perspective. Maybe because yeah. you're a fan of her work. So Perhaps, for me, yeah. because I didn't know her, I was like, huh? Why are they making this, this woman um, the face of tourism? Yes. If I should answer this oh, this particular topic concerning Jane, mm. I'm a big fan of her. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, see? you see? You see? I'm not so you, man. I'm not it's not possible to not be a fan. But to answer your question, Jasmine, yeah. this should be a focus point of view where we as Alina should learn from. Mm-hmm. Why? The question is, why did they use her as the main focus for the documentary? Because they thought she would get international exactly. tourists. I understood the messaging. So, it's just like, why would you not concentrate on your own people there? That's my point. So when we talk about tourism, tourism in Sierra Leone as a, as a country, the people who are supposed to be the real warriors or the, the, the main phases, they're not interested. How many people do you know who are Sierra Leoneans who really love Animals, like they write a book, they write a book, the focus. Yeah, they've never been dog yeah, they've never been, Let's yeah. be honest. So, if you're not exposed so to it, how can you wake up and have an interest? Just, you should not be exposed to it. It's an innate quality. Yes. Tourism, you don't have to be exposed to it. When you go to Vietnam, when you go to Bali, the local people, they are most of them are not edit um, let's say college educated. Mm. They are local, but they use their own funny stuff. When you go to Bali Island, for example, the island itself is a brand. Mm-hmm. The people, they, let's say, they, they believe in the, the national geography of their country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know people love to come and watch the island, to swim in their lakes or rivers or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's the ideology. But for us here, what I'm saying is we should learn from these things. Mm-hmm. We I should not so. be pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. In the next two, four, five years, if I see for example, Jane, as maybe an American, being mm-hmm. awarded or being being focused on the documentary maybe around Sierra Leone as, as a country, we should go back to the drawing board and start asking ourselves, who are the co- conservationists in the country? Yeah. Who are in charge of taking care of our baboons, uh, chimps, or whatsoever? And let's start, you know, helping them to be 
somebody yeah. and, mm-hmm. and give, give them the support they need. Mm-hmm. I need to, if I'm a Ghanaian, I need to read about Abu Bakar Kamara, when a conservationist, Nassau, when you take care of Babu. Mm-hmm. When, you go to, when you go to um, Congo, where they have the, 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 the gorillas, these young Congolese, they make, this is their job. They love what they're doing and they put premium to it. They go to school for it, they study. Mm-hmm. It's their brand. I, I should be happy to say, I will take care of Babu. But the point is, the mindset of Sierraleans needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. People don't want to work with animals, for example. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not you need to go and study about working with animals abroad. You should have passion for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for passion, me, that's the main thing. Yeah, for me, for example, I'm a producer, I love creating content. If I would have you know, decided to do something else because of the money, I should have gone to maybe, I should have become a mechanic or whatever, mm. you understand? But I'm still using my camera to tell stories. Yeah. I have so many options right now mm-hmm. as a human being to mm-hmm. do something else. Yes, yeah. But I'm still focused on telling stories because I know how much I'm gaining in telling stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's, let's just con- convert this mindset to seven million Sierraleans. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I'm saying, let's learn from every mistake. Yes, yeah. If they are telling a story, stories bad online, let's ask a question, ourselves the question. Why, when you talk about Sierraleans, when you Google Sierraleans, it's all about blood diamond, it's all about mm-hmm. Ebola, yeah. this and stuff. What's happening? People who are non Sierraleans don't care about Sierraleans. They don't even know Sierraleans. They don't even know Sierraleans. So we need to. That's why well, I said. the voices, all the people who are documenting online are just. They're not from the lens of a Sierraleans. So that's the point. So that's why I said in my in earlier statement, I said, we need to make Sierraleans a brand. Mm-hmm. That's the concept. When we understand the concept of branding, then all of these conversations will be a thing of the past. That is mm-hmm. true. We don't that's know true. what branding is. So, um, and to add to, you, you spoke about something about, I've, I've forgotten the thing, but I just had something I need to add to that. Mm. Um, to boost the solution, some of the solutions I have, to boost the, the, the tourism industry, local the, so domestic tourism, mm. international, or whatever tourism. For me, I think we have so many issues with um, um, communication skills. Mm-hmm. Yes, you spoke about say, oh, the ministry don't forget all the work and all that and stuff. But when you have a low amount of information, people don't know about tourism. Mm-hmm. So their their job is to decentralize the information. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. They should patronize yeah. exactly. all the products, yeah. And it should be for local Sierraleans, even if you're living abroad. Mm-hmm. Once you're a Sierraleans you, you can come and have yeah. be part of the seminar, you know, like TED Talk for example, it should be like the the exactly. the tourist board they, they, they have this plan you understand mm-hmm. and another idea I think that we should think about moving forward as a country mm-hmm. they need to listen to people I mean Sierraleans mm-hmm. I should not be only in Freetown I can be in Kenema but I have a brilliant idea mm-hmm. to push my community you know to make thousands of dollars per day mm-hmm. or billion but we don't listen to ourselves if you go to with a project to the ministry. They tend to search your credential and they want to know where you've studied, really, what yes. you know, that's who really, are you. That's, yeah. that's just oh. not no, good for our country. It's yeah. really depreciating our IQ because if you're smart, mm-hmm. you might see someone in the streets doing something funny. Mm-hmm. 
and you can invest in that person. And that I person think can that's also the reason why people tend to stay back, not exactly. come up with ideas, mm-hmm. not do anything about it, because they know that if if I talk or not talk, it's, it, it will not it make any any, yeah, any no difference. difference. Exactly. Yeah, so I agree. Exactly. Like for me, I worked I worked there for a year. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a tourism degree. Not I know who it will count three people in a in Sierra Leone that has a tourism degree. It's in it's in Sierra Leone. It, it's just like um so diploma level and stuff yeah. like that. I had so much idea, so much passion. By the end of my of my of my of my, of my stay. Mm-hmm. I, I lost almost all of my passion mm. because where I was placed, it was a place where I, I had, I'm not able to learn anything. I, I didn't learn anything from where I was just sitting doing nothing. What about and you? They what, had, was this the ministry or national? National tourist board. board okay. They worked together. Like mm-hmm. I was just there doing nothing and they will have the seminars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even know. I would just see it on TV. Mm. I'm not trying to bash them or anything, right. but I just feel like people should, like you said, people like they need to listen to mm. young voices. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. you need to listen to young voices. I'm not here to take your job. I'm not here to to create a competition or anything. Maybe what you're not thinking about, I'm thinking about mm. it. My mind is fresh. Mm. I have a lot of ideas that will contribute to whatever and True. whatnot. But if you don't listen to me, I'm just gonna stay back. I right. and. That that was what I did. I'm like I, I don't even have passion like that much passion anymore because anymore. it's just like it's killed. Like they kill and they're not you. they're not pushing you. So yes, the they don't push you, you to, to do yeah. better. That's true. You mentioned something. I think that's just a problem like across the board, and um, that's communication. I just think if, for example, things like the um, the seminars or anything yeah. else happen, just communicate. If there was um, communication or even just like briefings mm-hmm. that would happen amongst offices, and you know. Yeah. I, I think that's a big problem in Sierra Leone, just communication. Yeah, I just want to add something briefly. Um, I think there's something we can do, which is crazy. <laughs> this, this is something, this message is actually going for the ministry because they are the top-notch guys yeah. and they have the power and finance to do something. To do something mm-hmm. yeah. So, I think we need a, an investment proposal wherein it's a domestic investment proposal. It could be half a billion dollar or a billion dollar. You might think it's a lot of money, but it's not. Because you're going to get more money. So I want um, the Ministry of Tourism to have this proposal. Ask for maybe half a billion or a billion dollars. And then we do a massive educational project where we teach all Sierra Leoneans about the culture, the decent stuff and stuff. When you go to the provinces, it's a pity that in Sierra Leone, you hardly see um, an accurate Sierra Leonean cultural performance mm. in this our current time. Maybe 10 years ago, the only time you will see these performances is when maybe you have a society performing or whatever. And that's not the point. We need locals within Freetown or around the country to know that if I'm from Bombali, my tribe is Temni, for example. The Temni culture, it should be well known. Mm -hmm. People, when you come, for example, you pay. Like, we have something, something, this dance troupe or so. 
something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So my point is, our culture needs to be revived again. Exactly. Every community, dancing. every district, mm -hmm. when you go to, for example, when we went to Kabbalah, we have the Yeliba people. Mm -hmm. They use the Balanji yes. and they play a song for you, the this and stuff. It's mm -hmm. a small group. Mm -hmm. But imagine if we have every district with their own culture, yeah. where people pay to watch for to 10 watch minutes, them. Five minutes and you also pay for practices yeah. if i want to learn some moves mm. i pay, can pay so and then that's yeah. that's a good thing for them yeah you understand and it could be anything else they mm. can learn how to cook our local food and stuff mm -hmm. but the money i'm talking about the half a billion or a billion dollar is for the decentralization of the project tourism can't do this alone so they can mm -hmm. partner with different different, different local yeah. ideological yeah. people Have like people come up you know with maybe content producers or people who are small tourists Mm -hmm. organization and mm -hmm. stuff they can have some cash go to the provinces encourage the locals ask them how can we change how can we bring back you know we have we have um different languages that are dying out of the country mm -hmm. like the gola you hardly hear people speak gola mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm not sure I've, i have never heard someone speak gola so it's dying and that's a problem yeah. and we are the problem so mm -hmm. we need that investment and also we can have like an um, exchange program uh according to ticket fare or whatever i think it's very expensive to travel out of sierra leone to go mm -hmm. to let's say maybe other countries mm -hmm. we have a big problem with mm -hmm. ticket price and stuff yeah. so we need to think about a way yeah, we need to think about a way how to organize an exchange program every six months 200, 500 Serenians will be going to Ghana, for example, mm -hmm. to take a look at the Gold Coast, the, the slave ports or whatsoever, mm -hmm. 500 Serenians. Half the price, not the full price. It's a package, for example. Mm -hmm. Do you know what you do? You broaden their understanding exactly. of tourism. But the point is, when you have an exchange ideology, you'll be smart and encourage foreigners to come back to your country. If I don't have nothing to do in Sierra Leone, I won't come to Sierra Leone. That's my point. Mm -hmm. So and let, it's me, let me put myself in a foreigner position. If I'm a foreigner, I can never visit Sierra Leone if it's not for work, if they're not paying me to stay in Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. So many risks involved. Definitely. So we need to consider that. But if we have 500 young people, projects, you pay $100 for a trip to Accra for one week, it's half the price every six months. The, the tickets, the space will fall. Yeah. I'm being honest. The space will fall, and these 500 Sierraleans who will be going to Ghana, they will learn so many things from the Ghanaians. And when they come, when they, they come can be local ambassadors for Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. When the Ghanaians come, it's going to be a, a switch of the 500. Of course. It could be 500 today, and the 500 next tomorrow will be different type of people. People from Kenya, Kabbalah, because we can travel. So I'm saying exchange program means a lot. But there's nothing going on in the country. Right. But when you have these smart ideas, people will say, oh, six months ago they came to Accra. Mm. They were wearing Sierra Leonean flags, 500 Sierra Leoneans. Mm -hmm. There's a project. It for, will give people it, incentive yes. to create other yeah. projects. So next yeah. six months, it's our turn to go to Sierra Leone. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to buy the ticket. I need to visit Kabbalah. The trip is going to be Kabbalah hiking December. Mm -hmm. I need to go as a Ghanaian mm -hmm. to Sierra Leone. That is needed. You know, my, my so it's a smart idea. Mm -hmm. And then investing in these local people, 
when they come, apart from paying their, 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 their cheap flights whatsoever, mm -hmm. they use their extra money to invest in the people who can dance for you. You pay them to cook, you, like what's just yes, um, the kids were saying, if I have a black soap, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the investment I was mm -hmm. talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you educate everybody, hey, you know black soap you make. Mm -hmm. This project now, six dollars. They, yeah. they, 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 teach, they teach five it's people, four people, mm -hmm. they, they, they pay you one dollar, one ten thousand yen for one minute. So mm -hmm. calculate ten thousand yen for three minutes. If you teach more hours, that's how many money you make. Mm -hmm. But a black soap you make, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. the investment and education should come from us. Mm -hmm. So we need to be smarter, say, Alineans, to have a 10 to 20 year plan. Mm -hmm. If we don't have a plan, we are heading for nowhere, trust me. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, I want to travel out of Sierra Leone. You know tired. why? Because there's nothing here. You're tired. Mm. You to be realistic, this is, this is an online project, right? I'm a Sierra Leone, but I want to travel out. Of course. The reason why I want to travel out, people say, oh, you know, patriotic. Patriotism, yes, you can be, but sometimes you get tired. Of course. And you need fresh ideas. You want mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. But when you have a society that everybody is careless, don't, don't care about anything, say, hey, guys, let's do this thing. Let's come. Ah, forget it. I don't need it. This is not interesting. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you lose hope. You lose hope, you, you lose passion, to, like Ami was saying. Yeah, you lose passion and you need something else. When I go to Ghana, for example, if I ever travel to Ghana, mm -hmm. I'll be excited mm -hmm. because there's a brand. Definitely. You know you... you, you, you Even you're, from you're, the airport. Yeah, you there's know, a brand. They sell themselves. Honestly, when I last went to um, Ghana last year, so speaking about them having a brand, as soon as I got off, um, well, not got off the plane, but when I was in the airport, airport. I, was, I was going out the doors. I have this on my um, YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So I did like a free time to Accra video. They had like a man playing the yeah. keyboard. He was like, welcome to Ghana, Yasmin. Yes, I was like, wow, like they really have oh, their brand on man. point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what you were saying about doing the hub exchange, I think that's needed because when I was in Ghana, for, oh, I was just there for 10 days. Two people asked me when I told them I was from Sierra Leone, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, do you guys speak French? I was yeah, like, wow. I was like, wow, that's your, so your neighbor, your neighbors, you don't even know don't nothing even about know. them. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why I started my whole um, new um, Instagram live series, Freetown 2. So it's just a, a series I do where um, we virtually travel to neighboring African cities. And it's just to get the know-how and just know what our neighboring countries are doing. Because it's, just, it's crazy. How yeah. are we all like Africans, but we don't know? basic information like that two people asked me if we speak french i was like no bill <laughs> we speak the same language as you but um yeah i think that would be a great idea yeah, to sure. do the whole and the ticket the price so, ticket needs to come down oh for sure yeah, yeah. so that's something we need to talk yeah. about like aviation i feel like there's just so you could talk about this topic for hours because there's just so many things from yeah. pricing to pricing of tickets i think to it's simple tourism to right but to end on a lighter note um in a few words say what your vision for tourism in Syria would be uh, let's start with Ami what the next mm. steps are I mean like uh, um, Ernest said a lot about his 10 to 20 plan but of course feel free to chime in um, but what do you think your vision for Syria would be in terms of tourism hmm. in three words <laughs> oh yeah no pressure three words <laughs> um, my vision for tourism in Sierra Leone in is three to words. see maybe an outsider is for me for me personally is to to like maybe go away from Sierra Leone and I talk about Sierra Leone and someone knows where Sierra Leone is okay so like what like more like, like brand visibility, brand visibility okay yeah. and also I want my vision for Sierra Leone is to 
like pay more attention to domestic tourism okay to create more awareness mm-hmm. more innovative ideas and yeah okay so i'm hearing ground visibility awareness for me it would be like innovation mm-hmm. um sustainability mm-hmm. and um eco-friendly mm-hmm. i would say attention to detail in every aspect okay yeah. what about you Ernest? i would say smart originality and sustainability great great all right this concludes this episode of tourism, tourism in, in salon. salon thank you very much, so for much to our coming here um so of course plug your socials before you go ami what do you what would you like to plug any projects you're working on ami also writes maybe she wants to plug her blog yeah um my blog is uh blog, and my instagram is it's underscore amy a-m-i-i-e and nice. Ernest? Ernest so currently i'm working on the vkmo show so you can connect with us on facebook the vkmo show on twitter instagram and also sweetsalon.com which is a blogging um platform and you can also follow me at nsna9 on twitter so yeah, we can have a conversation great and Thanks you can so much, follow guys. y square pod as usual on twitter facebook and, and instagram, instagram at y square pod thanks for tuning in y'all thanks bye bye, bye. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Mercury International. Mercury International is a company based here in Freetown, Sierra Leone, but its presence is felt both nationally and internationally. You may know Mercury as the lotto company, but they are far more than that. Mercury International offers services such as sports betting and they have a radio station. Additionally, they have embarked on philanthropic projects. Recently, they raised and donated 300 million leones, which is $30,000, to the Survivors Solidarity Fund, co-chaired by the journalist Aisha Sese, actor Idris Elba, and media personality here in Freetown, Asma James. These funds are being used to fund treatment centers and organizations that work in sexual and gender-based violence to provide pro bono services to sexual assault victims and survivors here in Sierra Leone. For more information on the work, Mercury International does, you can contact them at plus 232 305950 or email them at info at beta mercury.com or visit their website at beta mercury.com.